Welcome to episode 28 of the Roger Snipe Show. The Roger Snipes Show. Yes, hi guys. Thanks for tuning in again. And I hope your week has been okay. I hope your quarantine has been good. <laughs> Man, quarantine. I see that lots of people are starting to put on fat. <laughs> That's me included. It's weird, man. I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, <laughs> rest in peace, abs. It's it's slowly, slowly disappearing. It's crazy. Let me just have a look right now. Man, yeah, feeling a bit more fat. <laughs> it's insane. Crazy, but... um. Yeah, still getting my workouts in, still cycling every once in a while. It's weird because, um, man, I was cycling every day, but now I'm probably cycling a couple times a week. <laughs> training is okay. Um, today's training session was terrible, though. Went out in the sun and it was, I think it was 20, 27 degrees and the heat alone just that hindered me from putting in my best performance put it that way but um man we just gotta try <laughs> anyhow my next guest goes by the name of dominic nishvitz um aka dr dome um i met dominic through a mutual friend uh, who goes by the name of tim gray um, who is the CEO of the Health Optimization Summit. So it was around September 2019 when I met him. I think I think I think it was around that time. Um, I can't really think of another time when I possibly had met him. I know I'd been out with Tim and a few of his biohacking friends um, to dinners and spas and all that sort of stuff. But I think I met Dominic at the Health Optimization Summit. Anyways, um, so Dominic is a dentist and I might have mentioned before or you may know that I visited Turkey in I think October, October 2019 uh, to get some dental work done. So initially, I just wanted to change the aesthetics of, of my smile, basically. You know, like looking in the mirror, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> These teeth, they they could look better. And I'd been, you know, I'd, I'd purchased lots of like teeth whitening stuff and I'm looking at my teeth and I'm not really too happy with the shape of it and the shade of it. So I decided, do you know what? I'm going to get it done. And um, I got a friend who had his done in um, Harley Street. And um, he, he introduced me to the dentist. I went for a consultation. And, <laughs> you know, the guy was really nice. The dentist was really nice. And he was like, do you know what? I'm going to give you a discount and 
I'll 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 <laughs> I'll give you fifty pounds off per tooth. And I was like, okay, so how much would it be? He said nine hundred and fifty pounds per tooth. I was like, right, okay, um <laughs> let me get back to you on that. <laughs> and I never got back to him. No, no, I didn't. Um so I decided to go to Turkey. I heard a lot of great stuff about Turkey. Many people go there to get their teeth done. It's like when people want to, women want to get their uh, a butt implant, they go to Brazil. When people want to get their teeth done, they go to Turkey. So I went to Turkey and um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. So as I said, the initial plan was to just change the aesthetics of my teeth really and um, I learned that metal fillings which I had in my mouth um, needed to be removed because well having that creates toxic vapor um, to the brain as well as the gut um, every single time I was eating so I thought you know what if if I'm going to change the aesthetics let me get rid of that as well so it doesn't just look pretty but i've got a healthy mouth as well so that was it really um yeah i think just before going there um although i knew this information it was kind of reiterated by dominic and um so i just took it upon myself to make sure um, the full treatment was done. So, okay, I had about seven amalgam fillings removed from my mouth. I think it was seven. Um, I also had a, a root canal treatment, which was there, which was removed. I had um, 12 Emacs crowns in the upper jaw and... 10 Emacs crowns on the lower jaw and um, what else I think I think that was it <laughs> I think that was it I chose the shade which I picked was called BL2 and um, the company was called Dental Center Turkey which was wow they were just so professional they were incredible um, man I, I was in a a beautiful swanky hotel obviously like for me I just paid for the treatment but they organized the hotel for me and the the staff at the hotel was incredible like really amazing um I think I went to the gym in a hotel trained and when I went back to my room they had uh two smoothies resting on the I don't know, like the dressing table area with a note attached saying, we see that you train in our gym and we wanted you to keep your energy up. So we thought you may like this. And they gave me two nice smoothies. I thought that was so nice of them. That was so cool. Anyhow, this hotel was uh, organized by the, um, by the uh, dental practice. And um, yeah, wow, it was like, um, a VIP uh, tr transit to to the center to get the treatment and uh, VIP um, 
transit back to the hotel. But the just just the whole arrangement there was incredible because I thought it was a case of all right, I'll tell him kind of what I want and um, I'll see how it looks at the end of it. But it wasn't. It was pretty amazing where they presented all these different types of teeth that I could pick from and they explained the different um, the different shades, the different um, types of material. And then there was like a full-on presentation where you could look on the screen and you could design your teeth. You could have it slightly more curved or more straight. You could um, choose to have the length of your teeth a bit longer. It was insane. I was like, oh my God, this is mad. So I'm there playing around on the screen like, yeah, I'll have this, I'll have that. Actually, no, let me change that. Then I looked at the overview and I was like, okay, this is this is my final choice. So it was so cool. But um, the whole drilling process <laughs> was no fun. That, that part was, man, <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that part because nobody told me about that part at all. <laughs> Anyhow, so Dr. Dome, he is a biological dentist and naturopath that specializes in ceramic implants. Um, the treatment of cavitations and the safe removal of amalgam fillings. And I found that part pretty interesting when he told me about that because I just thought removing amalgam fillings was no big deal. But um, I could hear in his voice talking about it with great passion, especially the fact that he's um, very much into the whole um, functional medicine and just everything to do with healthy, yeah, healthy living. Um, yeah, so many people don't understand it, it really needs to be removed safely. Otherwise, you could end up with mercury toxicity. So Dominic has a strong belief that before any part of your health is considered, the mouth needs to be speculated and examined because this is the point of entry where food is delivered and the process starts from there. And he, I don't know if he's coined the word, but he ha does have a strong belief that health starts in your mouth. Anyhow, let's bring on Dr. Dome. The Roger Snipes Show. So, Dr. Dome, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great. How are you, Roger? Thanks for having me. No, thank you for uh, being available. So you are a, a dentist who is very much into um, all different types of things. I know, I know you're very strong as a, as a biohacker in the whole biohacking community. Um, you're in functional medicine and probably a, a bit of a naturopath. Like, what, what is it you do exactly? You seem like you've got your hands in everything. Like, give me a little introduction about yourself so everybody knows who Mr. Dr. Dome is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, thank you. My full name is Dr. Dominic Nischwitz, okay. and I'm a specialist for biological dentistry and ceramic implants. So I was in university, I was trained as a dentist, but I'm also an naturopathic and functional medicine doctor. And yeah, everything started basically 20 years ago with me being interested in optimizing my performance that started with fitness, 
bodybuilding and nutrition. That's why I have a lot of knowledge there. And yeah, you could call me basically a health enthusiast. And what I'm doing nowadays to make it just easy is like biological dentistry is more like the overlap of functional medicine, health optimization, biohacking, and high-tech dentistry with not just the focus of being biting, which is the conventional dentistry, but the focus on being optimal health for body, mind, and spirit. And actually, this is really weird, but actually everything in health starts in your mouth. So Yeah, do you know what? The, the, funny you say that. I've seen that a lot in your posts where you said, yeah, mention a lot about health starts in your mouth. Now, some people believe that it starts in your gut, and yes. some may even say it starts in your brain. Could you give us a, an overview as to why you feel it starts in your mouth? Yeah. yeah, actually, that's true. The common belief nowadays or in functional medicine is more like health starts in your gut. And that's basically true. But if you see what is the entrance to your gut, it's your mouth. So basically everything that goes into your body has to go through your mouth. Even your whole microbiome starts in your mouth. Actually, everything when you get is like really weird a little bit, but if you come to earth, you go through the womb, you come outside, and the first thing that gets in contact with the microbiome of, your, of the mom, of the vagina, and then of the breast is your mouth. So this is where it all starts. And also, of course, you eat food every day. Food will be digested, pre-digested in your mouth by biting through the salivary glands, whatever, and mm -hmm. then goes through here into your into your whole gut system. So it's basically the entrance to your whole body. So health starts in your mouth basically means from a conventional dental point of view, the teeth are not really organs. They are more like biting instruments that get repaired whenever there is a problem that needs to be fixed, kind of like a garage for a car. So mm -hmm. you have, maybe have a, a tooth that is a little brittle or have a hole in there like a cavity. You just go to the dentist, have a little pain, get a root canal treatment or maybe get a filling. So yeah. why to restore one thing, the biting, that's fine. And it's good. That's why I say it's the overlap of high-tech dentistry, which is the, the manual labor, but also functional medicine, which deals with the whole body. So these little tiny teeth are not just things to bite on. They're actually organs, an organ like your, your stomach or like your small intestine or like your liver with a blood supply, they have a lymph supply, they have an autonomic nervous system, meaning parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. And this qualifies as a full organ. And those are 32 little organs on one of your major brain nerves or cranial nerves, I have to say. And this cranial nerve is called the nervous trigeminus. It starts in the brainstem together with 12 other ones, 11 other ones. And it takes about 50% of all the space in here. So it's pretty, pretty intensely important. Mm -hmm. It goes here, it goes here, and it goes here. And if you have any sort of issues in your mouth, could be because of wrong materials, could be because of chronic inflammation, could be because of toxicity in your mouth, on your teeth or surrounding your teeth, in your gum, in your periodont, of course, this nerve will get inflamed or will get toxic and transports everything to something called retrograde axonal transport in your brainstem. Studies showed this hundred years ago that they, they were doing, they were just 
drilling holes in, in dogs' teeth and filling toxic materials yeah. and just monitor where they can find the toxins within 24 hours. And within a few hours, it's in the bone and within 24 hours, it's in the ganglia. Maybe you heard about the hypothalamus, the pituitary gland, which yeah. puts melatonin, all these hormones. So everything that you have in your mouth is 100% connected through the nervous system and to the blood and lymph supply with your whole body. Wow. So of course, it's all connected. And because... <laughs> It's opening here, of course. It starts there with eating food. That's the stuff you should put in if it's the right stuff. And mm. the stuff that got in there because of reparation processes, like different materials, maybe amalgam fillings, like heavy metals, root canals, cavitations. So stuff that has to be taken out. So take what has to go in there and what has to be taken out in order to restore it. Of course, you have to restore the bite, with the mm. high-tech dentistry, the aesthetics, the veneers and stuff. But also you have to get rid of the wrong material and install biocompatible materials that don't interfere with your whole body. And that's what let's, it's called, oral let's, interference. Let's, let's talk um, a bit about the amalgam fillings. Now, mainstream dentists would use amalgam fillings to treat the tooth. And for those who don't know, the amalgam fillings are the silver kind of looking fillings, um, which contains elemental mercury. Um, yes. Um, I understand ele elemental and methyl, is it methyl mercury are toxic to the uh, central and peripheral nervous system. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah basically every, every sort of mercury. Mercury is um, the most toxic non-radioactive element known to men. Mm -hmm. So we as dentists have to actually remove it from the mouth when we take it out as highly toxic garbage. So wow. it doesn't go in the real garbage. You have to Take, uh, somebody has to come in to pick it up and this made me think like 10 15 years ago when i started dentistry besides the the aesthetic point of view so from an aesthetic point of view i couldn't do it because i thought okay i could never wear a silver filling myself so i would never put a silver filling in any patient because i basically treat my patients as i would treat myself and i've also back then heard from my dad who was a dentist and i'm working with him that he wasn't doing amalgam fillings for 20 years already. So since I was 10 years old, but I learned in university still that it's a really good material. It lasts forever. It's almost for free. Patients get it subsidized from the government. Yeah. And it's only not allowed for people with allergies, which is never existing actually, for <laughs> kids and for pregnant women. But everybody else can totally have it because it works so well. And that's maybe true. So an amalgam filling is is um, it lasts almost forever because it doesn't really break. But also from a just mechanical point of view, you have to drill really big holes in your teeth to just make it stick there because amalgam doesn't, it doesn't glue to it. It holds through like an undercut. Yeah? So it, it, you press it in when it's kind of liquid mm -hmm. and then it gets hardened and then it, it like grows a little bit and sticks into your tooth. So the tooth actually is not like stabilized through the amalgam. It's more like an inlet. So because I knew from university that there are better materials and also more aesthetic materials, I told my boss back then in residence, sorry, I won't do it. Um, I cannot do it. I will bring in ceramics and all the other things. And this, is what, this was the time when I just looked it up because I, I didn't learn in university. It's maybe toxic, but I wanted to know more because my boss back then said, are you crazy or what? Why are you not doing amalgam fillings? So I had to look it up. So I found Dr. Dietrich Klinghardt in a second. He is one of my biggest mentors and 
in my personal opinion, one of the greatest integrative medicine doctors worldwide. And he was, he had so many YouTube uh, videos. So I basically watched everything. And because I was doing so much about nutrition and health and optimization already for me personally and biochemistry and supplements already while in university, just for yeah. me, that all clicked because basically heavy metal detoxification, getting rid of heavy metals, amalgams, this kind of like was so interesting for me mm. because it felt like it could really help people getting healthy besides the mechanical let's, point of view. Let, let's get into that. Like, to, why is it toxic? Like, what yeah. happens in the body when you have amalgam fillings? Yeah, when you have an amalgam filling, so the main problem is actually the murky vapor, which comes out of the filling through biting, grinding, drinking. Um, different sorts of pHs, like more acidic stuff, maybe, or going to a dental hygienist, polishing, even toothbrushing actually will release right. a little bit more of the mercury vapor. This is in the um, micron area, so that's like a million of a gram or something. It's like really tiny amounts, but the mercury vapor is Hg zero in terms of chemistry, mm -hmm. and it goes through all different materials so it will go through your rubber through, through your gloves actually through six pairs of gloves it even goes through through the rubber dam it will go through all your cell membranes and just goes into um, the cell and in the cell there are enzymes called catalases which then um, oxidize the mercury to hg plus or hg2 plus which makes the mercury stick into into tissue so if you're lucky and you have a little bit more body fat it's a fat soluble toxin your body maybe stores in, in your body fat but for a lot of active people that have not a lot of body fat it will also get stored in um, fatty tissue and it's mostly the nervous system then and the brain and stuff because it passes the blood brain barrier and ever mm. whatever and when it's in there um, the half-life of the mercury is about 16 to 32 years depending wow. Yeah, depending on your individual ability to detoxify it, because there are people that are not able to get it out of their cells because of different enzymes in terms of detoxification, apolipoprotein default seems to be a little bit different or difficult for people to detox it. So, right. but, yeah, but of course, this is while you're wearing the amalgam filling. So the amalgam filling still nowadays, so there's mercury all over the place. So there. Basically, if you measure the, the air or our surrounding environment, it's not mercury-free anymore. anymore. That's mm -hmm. not possible. But still, the highest source of mercury toxicity is the, the root canal, uh, not the root, is the silver amalgam filling in your mouth because mm -hmm. it's basically intoxicating you 24-7 for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. It's about two to three microns a day of vapor, but that's, that adds up. And if your detoxification is lacking a little bit, maybe you have nutritional deficiencies or maybe some SNPs, single nucleotide polymorphisms, you might mm. not be able to remove it. And it just adds up to the toxic burden. And mm. for example, just to quote Dr. Klinghardt, so I'm um, following his work for like, I would say 15 years now. And nowadays he's saying, back then it was like, you have to detox at some points, whatever, get of course rid of the amalgam fillings. Of course, this is one big takeaway for the show here. Don't just go to any dentist and let the amalgam fillings drill out. You have to do this under safe precautions or safe removal. 
Google Amalgam Safe Removal. I can explain this in detail how it works. Mm -hmm. um, but then if it's all gone, if the source is gone, a detoxification is more like a survival strategy nowadays because it's about 400 different chemicals and stuff that your body has to deal with every day just by living on this planet. So it's really important that your, body, your body's ability to detoxify or biotransformate uh, within the liver. What's um, a good way to detox from mercury toxicity? Yeah, first of all is if you have any mercury filling, remove the sauce first. Yeah, so it makes no sense to detoxify or go on a heavy metal chelation protocol when you're still having amalgam fillings in your mouth. This is the same thing as if you would take a shower and try to dry off at the same time. That doesn't work. And actually, yeah, it's, the, it's a really good um, visual, but doing this with amalgam fillings and at the same time trying to detox them is actually pretty harmful. You could really make problems in your body because if you're not able to get the sauce removed, you maybe just um, take a little bit of the mercury and displace it somewhere else in your body. Just switch it over because you cannot get rid of it. So first of all, take care of it. We will always remove all metals from your mouth, not just amalgam, under a safe removal. That is, you need to at least have a rubber dam. We use a special suction device called the cleanup. We have a huge kind of like a big suction outside of the mouth of the patient, which mm. sucks up 99% of the mercury vapor, which is also important for me as a dentist and my nurse to not get intoxicated all the time. Wow. Then if it's removed, we will place a binder, mostly chlorella in your cavity, to help the dental tubules detox. Direct in the cavity. Yeah, before you place the filling, that's just for two or three minutes. Mm. And yeah, we also try to not drill as much as possible. We just try to um, break the filling out so that we don't really get the vapor, more vapor. So the goal is to remove it without intoxicating the patient more. Mm. Yeah, this is the, and then we most of the time just place a very neutral, temporary, and um, cement filling in most of the times and first before we all do this we will have the patient start a lifestyle change by of course implementing the right nutritional uh, nutritional protocol which of course helps with detoxification and recovery and the right micronutrients it's called my food design concept and it's also um the micronutrient protocol bone healing and detoxification protocol which will just basically fine-tune or optimize your body's ability to detoxify better because your body is doing this on a daily basis just your liver doing this and your small intestine is a huge detoxification organ and for this your body just needs nutrients 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 mm -hmm. it's really important it's really expensive it's kind of like the sanitary um work of your body and your liver doesn't decide, uh, your liver doesn't make any differences. Your liver doesn't differentiate between, oh, is it caffeine I have to rebuild to take it out of my system? Or is it the mercury or whatever? It just actually takes the stuff, the substrate, makes it water soluble, and then excrete it. So there's two phases in the liver. It's liver mm. phase one is kind of like packing the garbage into a nice bag, like you also do, and then put it outside in front of the house. And phase two would be the truck to take the garbage and bring it to the, the big area, to the dump. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Liver phase one and liver phase two. And liver phase one and two are mostly nutrient dependent. Number one priority is here protein and basically amino acids. The truck that takes out the garbage 
like the, the toxic intermediate is mostly amino acid conjugation. Maybe you've heard of glutathione. That's yeah. another part. It's a, but glutathione is basically just a, a peptide built out of um, three different um, amino acids. But also, of course, you have sulfation, which is, for, for example, cruciferous vegetables work pretty well for detoxifying plastics. So you basically, your liver doesn't, as I said, differ, differ, differentiate, is that correct? Yeah. What it is, it has to do. So it just does it if the right workers and nutrients and building blocks are available. So okay. protein and amino acids is super important here. And of course, all the cofactors, which is probably the most important cofactor for detoxification is magnesium. Mm -hmm. You just need huge loads of magnesium. It's uh, how much, like depending on you know body weight. Generally, in general, I would say in nowadays environment, just also because magnesium is the most relaxing mineral at all, and a lot of people have sleep problems. So it's like you get a, a lot of bang for your buck if you just take magnesium. Mm -hmm. Basically, mm -hmm. all the patients I I see, we will do magnesium product uh, we will check magnesium intracellularly like red blood cell magnesium and it's always depleted right so, yeah you, because of our environment so electromagnetic fields for example um, really deplete magnesium and right will help calcium go inside the cell so you need magnesium to relax would you say would there's say, a certain minimum a person should have yeah i would i would go with about so that you have to see the best form is an organic magnesium chelate Chelate. So for example, yeah. magnesium citrate is probably the most abundant one, which I would use in general because it helps like all almost with everything with the citrate cycle, etc. You can also go with magnesium bisglycinate, magnesium malate, magnesium threonate. They all have a little bit of different purposes, but compared to magnesium chloride or sulfide, they won't work as good orally. They actually don't work orally more for IV. You go with a chelate, and then you just check and that you have about two grams of the, the chelate, which is an equivalent to about 300 to 400 milligrams of elementary magnesium. So two mm -hmm. grams of magnesium citrate is around about 400 milligrams of elementary magnesium. And this is probably a good start for your daily magnesium intake. If you, however, have any sort of stress, for example, you know that you're going to travel, have a long distance flight, or you will sit in an office full of Wi-Fi the whole day, or you in 5G doing a lot of phone calls, you have more stress because electromagnetic fields are actually opening up the calcium dependent, um, the, the voltage dependent calcium channels, which will bring calcium in your cell. Magnesium offsets this. So magnesium right. is the antidote for this. Then I would use more magnesium. So mm -hmm. if there's a stress you face. So we, pers we in our clinic, we use a lot of magnesium in of course in the oral preparation for the days of surgery but when you're here in our clinic for the health optimization week we will give you at least three to five ivs with high doses of vitamin c and high doses of magnesium and lots of other good things just to help you with uh, infection prophylaxis and of course as an antitoxin and also magnesium iv and mm -hmm. uh, use magnesium sulfate is super relaxing and opens and dilates the vessel and helps extremely relaxa with relaxation. And of course, later on with bone healing, bone building and all the things we need for recovery. So I would say magnesium is one of the top priorities besides, so if it comes to nutrients, I would say protein first, protein, amino acids, but it's basically mm -hmm. nutrition, it's food. Yeah. Magnesium is already a micronutrient, a mineral, so I would say 
it's in the top five together with vitamin D3, vitamin K2, magnesium, zinc, vitamin C, omega-3 fatty acids. Then you're pretty well established in terms of the basic nutrients. So this is not to do with like dealing necessarily with toxicity. You're just talking about on a, a, a basic nutritional profile for each person. It, yeah, but this is basically what it does. You have, right. to see, you have to see food comes first. So mm -hmm. food will help you get your organs running better, help you recover better, help you sleep better, if provided it's the right food. It's the right nutritional design. That's why I call it food design. So mm -hmm. when you have that covered, you then check for other deficiencies which help you activate liver phase one and two. Yeah, because your liver is there to detoxify. So you will just upregulate your own body detoxification by having the right nutrition, having less toxins from the outside, and increasing the minerals and, and trace minerals and B vitamins that you anyways need to biotransform every sort of stuff in your body. Because as I said, the liver doesn't differentiate. So of course, this is already detoxing. Yeah, your body works better in his, in his sanitary work. And then you need binders, lots of binders. Why? Because if you increase the output of your liver, so your body needs to excrete the stuff. So it doesn't make sense to just detoxify it or biotransform it. You, because after the liver, it will come into your, it goes into your gut system. And then it shouldn't yeah. be up reuptaken by your portal vein and go back to the liver <laughs> so there should be some sort of sponge in your intestines to grab grab all these um transformed material and then excrete it through the colon activated charcoal colon. is would that be one activated charcoal is kind of like a get out of jail sure shot um thing right. if you're like super intoxicated you can use activated charcoal for a few days mm -hmm. but there's a big butt with the activated charcoal right. and it's, it doesn't, dis, it's like taking everything with it, even all the minerals again, mm -hmm. which you need for the detoxification. So I would go with more different or like more subtle binders that are more specific. So my total favorite is uh, an algae called chlorella. Chlorella vulgaris is my favorite, provided that the chlorella has the perfect quality in it. because chlorella in itself is just an algae that is there to bind toxins. So if it's already full of toxins because you have a, a weak source, it doesn't work in your body anymore. So you need a clean one, which has lots of binding capacity for the toxins. And then you take a lot of, a lot of it just to be a sponge in your stomach. And I like also bentonite, zeolite. So I'm mixing a few different binders. And of course the fiber in your food. Fiber is very important to help excrete all these things all right well let's 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 move on that's fantastic great information there i'm sure we could go like further and further into this because i've still got lots of questions okay. in regards to that yeah. so we we spoke about the amalgam fillings and uh toxicity also let's let's uh, look into root canals i understand yeah. root canals is unhealthy um what's what's going on in the mouth when this procedure has taken place it's a good question. Actually, I had one, like some follower asked me this yesterday on Instagram, a bigger influencer I've seen. He's like, he had like no idea about root canals at all. So he's just like, oh, I'm having pain. Somebody told me a root canal is bad. What can I do right now? So oh, that's a good start because a root canal treatment 
from a dental point of view, is initially a pain treatment. That means you have a huge cavity, why, whatever. So the bacteria got into your pulp, which is your blood supply, your lymph supply, your nervous system, and got super inflamed, and the pain from a, root canal, from a tooth that is dying is extremely intense. So the root canal treatment will help you get rid of the pain, which is perfect and amazing. And the goal for the regular conventional dentist is to just keep the tooth as a biting instrument. Yeah. It will be there, but it's not an alive organ anymore. So you took out the, the blood supply, the lymph supply and everything to make it pain-free. Then of course, this tooth, if you look at it from an electromagnetic, um, electromicroscope in a tiny structure, one root, so if you want, for example, the incisor here is only one root. So, and this tiny root, and in this, you have tiny dentin tubules. You have this big channel, which you get filled up with the root filling later on from the dentist, but you have tiny little dental tubule channels. It's about one kilometer of length per root. So if you have a three rooted molar tooth, you have three kilo kilometers of dentin tubules, which will contain bacteria and all other things over time because it's the perfect cave, I would say, for microorganisms, mainly for microorganisms that anyways live in your body or in your mouth, but mostly the anaerobic bacteria, which are not so good if you have them too much, they like to lurk in these caves over time because there's no more immune system because it's a dead tooth. It's pretty much a cave. So from a biological, functional medicine point of view, it was never a good idea to have a dead body part in your, in your body or in your mouth and even on a brain nerve, which contains bacteria, which are anaerobic. And if you have an immune system, you most of the time have a chronic infection there because your immune system is there to deal with bacteria. So you get a chronic, you get an infection and then the immune system will make a chronic inflammation, kind of like the cyst, for example. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the patients I see have root canals and huge cysts on top and the dentist only asks one question, does it hurt? <laughs> while you're biting on it oh no it's fine okay then we just monitor it but if you come out from a health optimization standpoint you see that you have something that has a huge um, inflammation and you know that chronic inflammation cytokines pro-inflammatory cytokines like tnf alpha il9 speeder il6 nf kappa b are the major contributor to overall chronic health then you look at it from a different point of view and then if it's for health optimization, a root canal treated tooth over time isn't a good idea in most of the cases. And it's actually called an oral interference on a blockage for your, can be a blockage for your whole system, meaning your body is in chronic sympathetic nervous system, fight and flight 24 seven for 10 years, 20 years, 30 oh years. Oh my God, inflamed, And it's not here the problem. The problem is maybe you have a chronic shoulder and elbow pain. Maybe you're chronically depressed. Maybe your gut system won't work anymore. Maybe you have Parkinson's, whatever. It's a contributing factor. And this is something that's actually known for over 100 years because Western Price, maybe you heard of Western Price? No. Western Price is very well known in the biohacker, area, biohacker scene or in the paleo scene because he basically, he was a, he's a dentist like me. I would say he was the first biological dentist. He lived about 100 years ago. And he he was interested in the health of his patients. And back then he was seeing that patients with root canal treaties developed chronic problems, chronic sickness. And he told the patients, hey, 
I'm not sure why, but, I'm, but these root canals seem to make you sick. Let's remove them. So he removed all root canal treated teeth and implanted those under the skin of rabbits. So he did lots of research. And the rabbits developed the same symptoms as the patient. Mm -hmm. If the patient had heart problems, problem with the heart, the, uh, the rabbit actually developed 100% the same symptoms. He did the studies for 20 years and he has a huge compendium. And, but it's a big business, of course, yeah, because the root canal treated teeth, you can make money with this. It's a very high skilled procedure. So for dentists to know how to do root canal, it's really a craft. No. But they are not seeing the overall picture. That's what I'm saying. And I'm also not saying that every root canal is the root cause for everything. I'm just saying if you want to be optimized and as healthy as possible, you need to look for these because they could be a source for your chronic inflammation, for sleep problems, for your depression for just basically being in an overall inflammatory state. And also there's, surprise, there's no yeah. direct sign. That's the thing. That's what, that's what gets yeah. me. You know, you, you can have like, I don't know, a pain in your leg or something or somewhere in your body. And you wouldn't think, oh, it's my root canal. It's insane. That's actually a very good um, point to say, because for example, like um, orthopedic doctors, so joint problems and all the things, 80% of all the pain they see on their patients are so-called idiopathic. That means they don't actually know where it's coming from. So, and they, the only thing they can do is maybe do a surgery for the elbow or maybe send you to a physiophysicist or osteopath, which would be a better strategy. But if it doesn't go away, then you have to find the root source. And in this case, it's most of the time some interference being on your grunt, being in your mouth, stressing your chronic uh, your, uh, your autonomic nervous system 24 7 and making problems so shoulder elbow point problem head and neck is extremely connected to your teeth so every organ in your body from a neurotherapy point of view has a thing called dermatome so for example the liver which is here mm -hmm. the, the direct representation on the skin is around about here it's called a dermatome that's just a anatomy term but the organs in your mouth or in your brain, like the teeth, the tonsils, and the sinuses, they don't have a dermatome. They only have a myotome. That means not the area of the skin gets stressed, but muscles get stressed. And in this case, it's muscles C1 to C4. And if you know anatomy and how all these nerves come out of C1 to C4, of course, if everything gets cramped up in here, you cannot move your arm. And for example, I couldn't, I could never contract my, my pecs and my biceps. I was, I don't know why. I didn't know why that, that wasn't working because I knew every muscle that I was able to contract will work, will grow. So I had a huge shoulders and back and everything, mm. but a weak chest. So I found out that I had these cavitations, which is a topic we didn't touch yet because they removed my wisdom teeth when I was 14. And the cavitation area is small intestine, heart meridian and autonomic nervous system. And it's a little bit connected to the liver. And it's, and it's, of course, connected to C1 to C4. So I was always a little bit like this tense. So my traps were too tight and like the scalene. So plexus brachialis, where all the stuff comes out for your arms, wasn't working because it was just like cramped. So when we got rid of this, like let's say three days later, I could contract my biceps and my chest so they grow. So that's amazing. And I always learn everything also on my body. So I will always, because I'm super extremely body conscious, probably everybody who started with, with fitness, bodybuilding and this, 
and probably everybody in the field of biohacking and I'm doing this for 20 years, I told you, mm. and know how fine-tuned my body is so I can feel everything. I can even feel if my spine is a little bit twisted. It goes on your nerves, I know, but it will help you find tricks and solutions. That's how I all learn all these things. So that's, some, that's truly amazing stuff. And you will see a lot of your, your followers and also maybe the, the people you train, they have some weak areas in their body and or are stressed or maybe having a lack of testosterone or sexual hormones or high cortisol. You've probably heard of this a lot, like chronic fatigue, high cortisol. Those are the usual suspects on my chair because if you have any sort of chronic inflammation in your body, your body will produce chronic cortisol all the time, just as an anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. And over time, you will deplete. And you know that if you produce cortisol all the time, you're not able to produce sexual hormones because your body steals the, the precursors. It's called pregnenolone steal. So again, you will see the overall picture of how your mouth is actually connected to your whole body. And an endocrinologist, the endocrinologist knows that the hormones get produced here maybe in your hypothalamus pituitary, but they will be produced in your adrenal glands and then work in your whole body. Of mm -hmm. course, an inflammation inside your jawbone on the trigeminous nerves does the same thing. It works in your whole body. But this is where the information lacks in between high-tech dentistry and functional medicine. And that's where I'm coming in. Yeah, because yeah. I connect all these things with the goal of optimal health. So studies are there. You just have to know all these things. You have to know about <laughs> immunology and all these things. For, for yourself, I mean, it's, it's something, it's great that you, you have taken it upon yourself to, to learn about this so that you can help your patients. But people, just the general public, where could they find information themselves just to know how to, to check if there's signs that there's cavities, which is yeah. a direct link to another part of their body causing an issue? So uh, about a year ago, there was this movie called Root Cause, like R-O-O-T Cause. It was on Netflix mm -hmm. and it was about a guy, kind of like a biohacker, who had chronic issues with his body. And he was basically doing everything, lifestyle, nutrition, shamanism, nature, grounding, red light, HBOT, vitamin C, you name it. Everything you know from the field of health optimization. Mm. But he still wasn't superhuman. He had, should have been. And he, he figured it out for over years and years and years and finally got the biological dentist and he found one root canal tooth on his kidney and bladder meridian, removed it, everything fall into one place. This movie was actually very good. It's just a documentation. It's not super scientific, but... Wow. These idiots took it down because 200,000 dentists, endodontologists who do the root canals, petitioned against it. Oh, you cannot find it on Netflix anymore. It's censored there. But you can actually look at this movie, Root Cause, because it's for the layman. I've also, of course, written the book here. It's all in your mouth, which, which is written for the layman, where you can find a lot of things about um, biological dentistry and also about the nutritional part and how it's all connected. And the thing mm. you add, the chart... It, this chart here, it's in the book. This is how your teeth, this is the upper jaw and the lower jaw, are connected to the whole autonomic nervous system. It's a meridian. Amazing. Yeah. All right. You can find this also, like all my articles, you can check my website. 
and maybe you have it in the show notes later. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask you for all those details. Yeah, uh, but in my Instagram, Dr. Dom, there's a link tree. You will find everything for free there. And in one of the articles called Root to Disease, which is about the root canals, and mm -hmm. on the last page, there's this chart also for free in there so that you can just check. But you can basically yeah. do a lot of things. Like really, um, I can show you one second. I can show you a slide here, I guess. Can I? Um, yeah, I can. If it's okay for you. Yeah, all yes. good. I know how it works. <laughs> and yeah, for guys who are listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud, um, he's about to show yeah, me. I, I will. I will tell you, so you will hear. But I show okay, you cool. also a little um, chart, and it should work like this. Can you see this? Yep. Yep. Yeah. You see, this is my definition of optimal health. You will start with lifestyle, nutrition, food design concept. This is all my patients get this, and it's 40 pages in the book. So diet and nutrition is really important because it's, it supplies the basic building blocks. We will look for blood work. I have a, my own comprehensive blood work and a, and a full structure for this. Supplement the lifestyle. So food comes first, supplement what's needed. So basically food first is the principle, but there are a few yep. things that you need. And if you, for example, a vegan, you know that you need to supplement a little bit more. Here is one thing that's called remove the source. Remove the source of toxicity, of chronic inflammation. This is where the biological dentist plays a huge role or any other sort of specialist who's able to remove sources because you, for example, could have a titanium screw in your hand or in your knee and it could be a problem. Then, of course, recovery. This is where all the biohacking comes in, like hyperbaric oxygen, all the IV nutrients we do, the peptides, the neural therapy, the red lights, the sauna, the ice baths, you name it, and yeah. nature and grounding. You can see on this chart, you basically be able to do almost everything on your own besides this. And this is where the Root Cause movie is so good to show you. Um, can you see me again? I see you to show how you can do actually everything on your own. And this is really a challenge for all my patients. So I'm removing the source and of course help a lot with recovery and give tools on how to prepare for the, the, the week and how to live your life after, because I will always take the time for surgery about one day where we'll do the all in one surgery it's called, where we remove all root canals, all metals and, and replace it with ceramic implants like biocompatible materials. And on the next day, we'll always go over your nutritional and your lifestyle design that you should do and hopefully stick to it because to stay healthy and health and optimize your health, you basically need to implement these structures on a daily basis, lifelong, because most of the chronic problems are lifestyle basis. Nine out of 10 chronic diseases, which is the epidemic of 21st century, are lifestyle based. So that's in your hands. You see what you can do starting tomorrow. And this is all the content that I deliver, deliver on Instagram, the, the biohacking, the health optimization, whatever. And I actually love the term, I told you this already, um, that Flowgrade told me, um, that's a German biohacking community. They told yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Who's the owner of that? Max? Max. Yeah, you know Max. Yeah, Max yeah, yeah. Also, shout out to Max. He, <laughs> he, inter he interviewed me randomly, just asked me, can we do an interview? And this was basically my, quite the entrance to the biohacking community because he told me after 20 minutes of our interview, dude, you're the biggest biohacker. You're doing this for so, so, so long. I didn't even know the word. But funny thing, at the same time, like about four weeks before, I had a patient from New York City, 
um, coming in my clinic and she told me, because I'm always pretty like this with all my patients, they have a lot of good time and I have time and we talk and ever, whatever. And she said, you basically the German date Esprit and Tom Bilyeu in one person. I just want to take a moment to talk to you guys about something which I use to protect me from EMF. Now, I have a few basics like a grounding mat, a grounding sheet, um, even grounding underwear. But I also use a special device called a Samavedic. Now, Samavedic has precious and semi-precious stones, which is used to harmonize the harsh effects from EMF and EMR. Not forgetting geopathic zones, which affects some of our households. The device creates a protective radius of up to 200 feet in all directions. Not only would you benefit by your wellness and reduction in free radicals, which could lead to oxidative stress, premature aging and disease, your family can benefit too not even forgetting your pets or your plants. So it's pretty incredible stuff. Now they have many testimonials available on their website alongside pre-clinical research with downloadable PDFs so that you can have a good read yourself. Now, if you wanna pick yourself up one of these cool Somavedic devices, then go to my show notes and click on the link. Now, me, myself, I have one of the Medic Green Ultras. I believe that ticks all the boxes for uh, the EMF protection, uh, free radicals, neutralization, also things like viruses and bacteria which are in the air. And uh, not forgetting molds. Sometimes you've got some hidden molds that you might not know about that you've had some kind of reaction to and also parasites it creates this nice harmonious environment and uh, it's also fantastic for water structuring um it's it's incredible it's something which has definitely changed my life changed my feelings <laughs> and i tend to be a lot more at peace so all you need to do, just click the link in my show notes and use my coupon code, which is SNIPES15, to get yourself a 15% discount. We are now going to return right back to the podcast. Thank you. I didn't know the name Dave Espy. I didn't know Tom Bilyeu. I was just like, okay, whatever. I just looked him up. Interesting. All right. And, and then I was... Wait a second, and I think then Max in, uh, introduced me to Tim, Tim Gray, who is now one of my biggest uh, best friends mm -hmm. over the last months. It's kind of like we are talking almost every day. It's kind of like my brother, yeah. like, like a wolf. And he, he had this huge um, dental issues for years and still haven't figured it out. And I just, he just came over and I did his full all-in-one surgery. And ever since then, we're like doing a lot of things together. And he termed the word, or he coined the word health optimization. That's when I met him on the Health Optimization Summit, when we also met, Roger. Yeah. And I love the word health optimization. 
because this is basically what interests me. So biological dentistry, how we do it is the overlap of functional medicine, biohacking, health optimization, and of course, high-tech dentistry, which also will give you an aesthetic smile and a nice bite. Yeah. But the goal is optimal health, not just one single tooth to be look nice or be So that's just that's it. included, of yeah. course. <laughs> High-tech is included. And now my, my thing is because I'm very well known also in the dental field for being one of the specialists in ceramic implants. I'm the president of the International Society of Metal-Free Implantology and on the board of advisors of the US version of this one. And I bring out a lot of content in terms of dental things. So I'm finally able, because of my high-tech skill, technical stuff, to bring in the knowledge from functional medicine, nutrition, all these other things into the dental community. Because basically, me personally, I cannot do anything. But if I teach all the other dentists to also become health optimization wolves, yeah, and help their patients really getting healthy, which is the fulfilling part, besides the high-tech dentistry, which is also nice and great and achievement-oriented, then we maybe can train 1,000 dentists, which are also biohackers and cool kids, and help their people, and it's their passion. And then we can maybe help 30 million people, because I calculated I will do 30,000 surgeries in my lifetime if I train 1,000 dentists to do the same, or other doctors who learn the same. It's 30 million. Wow. In my opinion, yeah, of course, in my opinion, you have to have an impact. So in my opinion, every doctor or coach or fitness coach or health coach or naturopathic or functional medicine doctor should know the whole code about how to get the patient as healthy as possible. And the big part that is still missing in all the topics I'm listening to in the field of biohacking, functional medicine, is actually the mouth. Nobody's talking about the mouth. It kind of seems like everything starts from the neck down. <laughs> yeah. The brain, and there's connection from the gut to the brain. But what about the connection from the mouth to the brain? Uh, so the mouth is patiently. You, you, you do hear head. about you do hear about the brain. Like you do people people do spend a lot of time talking about the brain. That's what I mean. But you never hear unless it's a dentist. You never hear anybody talking about the mouth really, unless yeah. someone's breath is smelling or something and. <laughs> More for, <laughs> yeah. more for hygiene and aesthetics, but the mm. mouth is yeah. an extension of your brain because of this huge trigeminal nerve, kind of like your eyes. And let's um, let's let's move let's move on slightly from that because I, I I feel your passion, but I just want to slightly move on a bit, just you know, just to get the topics rolling. Now, as as a a general thing in most uh, toothpastes that we have today. Um, they generally have uh, fluoride in there. Now, some people say that fluoride is bad. Some people say it's good. Um, well, I hear it's important for your teeth, but what, what is your take on it from a, a dentist's perspective and if we're talking about health optimization? Fluoride? Yes. Uh, from a biological point of view, it's uh, a no-go a no because it's just okay. basically toxic and it's nothing... so. You use fluorides from a dental point of view just to remineralize your teeth and make them the, the enamel go harder. But why not just use the regular stuff like minerals, like magnesium and all the other things that your body anyways builds in there from this. So there's no need. So a, a weak tooth or a softer tooth is, is not a chemical deficiency. It's maybe a deficiency of nutrients or the wrong diet with a lot of sugar, grains, dairy, 
and highly refined um, vegetable oils, but it's certainly not a fluoride deficiency. Of course, it's a huge disinfectant, but why would you disinfect something? So it's rather, the, the idea is rather to remove everything that's already disturbing everything, so the microbiome, and then use natural things that you could also use to rebuild and re-strengthen your teeth, because they got built from the inside, but they also will be built from the saliva. So the teeth remineralize itself all day long after eating, the pH changes, Within 30 minutes, the saliva covers this. If the saliva, it's a huge, it's a very great liquid. If the saliva is filled up by nutrients because of your daily nutrition and lifestyle, it's super easy. And of mm. course, there are, there are, of course, um, like oral hygiene, oral optimization protocols you can use to optimize your oral microbiome. Like oil pulling is something I could recommend for almost everybody. I do that every morning. Mm -hmm. So it's coming, it's actually, I don't know if it's, or if it's initiated in Ayurvedic medicine, but Ayurvedic medicine certainly recommends it. Right. And I think it's also something that Germans use for years or for decades or for like centuries. Basically, what you do, you take coconut oil, extra virgin coconut oil is pretty good. Mm -hmm. You could also use fish oil, but then you smell like nasty. <laughs> so you would use coconut oil and coconut oil also contains lauric acid. And in lauric acid, if you, if you have it a long time in your mouth, there's something called monolaurin. And monolaurin is very antiviral, antimicrobial. So at, in times of COVID-19, because we're still in COVID-19 times, <laughs> it's a good strategy to help your oral microbiome and be a little bit protective against viral issues. Because you know that COVID, for example, or any sort of, um, of um, coronavirus lurks in your mouth and in your sinuses, for at least six days until they break out. So if you use something like oil pulling, so take the coconut, like let's say a teaspoon, a tablespoon of coconut oil, extra virgin in your mouth, swish it around gently, suck on your gums for five minutes and then spit it out. You can enhance the whole procedure by putting a little bit of peppermint and oregano oil within the coconut and then, mm -hmm. and then spit it out is most importantly because then you will have in the fat, the fat soluble toxins but also a lot of viruses and stuff that you just spit out and clean your oral and gums, help your gums and clean your microbiome a little bit. Amazing. What would you suggest is a good thing to brush your teeth with? So is there I any would, natural ways to brush your teeth? I personally just use a, tooth, a toothbrush. You could use a bamboo toothbrush. Mm -hmm. I, I actually use a, a, an, an, it's not, it's a, um, an electric toothbrush. I don't know the word in English. I don't electric know toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, is it electric toothbrush? Yeah. Yeah. And I've got one. I just, I just like how my teeth feel after it. They just feel more clean, kind of like a professional cleaning. And I only clean my, I only brush my teeth once a day. And okay. Once a day, mostly. I actually mostly do it in the in the mornings, and mm -hmm. um, just because of the smell and the breath. Right. And in, and I like to do, to do the oil pulling at night, but you can switch mm. it around. It totally doesn't matter. You could also start, like Ayurveda will probably start with oil pulling in the morning and then cleaning off your tongue with a tongue scraper. That's something recommended. I don't recommend flossing actually, only if there's something stuck. So if you have natural teeth like I do, I don't have any fillings. I don't have any crown work, nothing. I don't need any flossing. Right. And because flossing, if you're not super gentle, most people just stick it into their teeth and then yeah and then and it always bleeds 
Yeah. If it bleeds, you then have tiny little ruptures in your gingiva. What does it mean is that you get openings for the microbiome, like also pathogenic material, to go inside your body. This is kind of like leaky gum. Right. You heard about leaky gut? Oh, yeah. That's the same thing. Like okay. leaky gut is just inflamed enterocytes and gut that break up. So undigested food and bacteria will go inside your cells without being controlled by the immune system. Imagine you have that every day in your gum. Same principle. I just mm. call it leaky gum. Right, and right. How long, <laughs> how long would that take to heal if you've, uh, if you've ruptured it? Yeah, that's, the good thing is your mouth heals so fast because it's like um, fast turnover tissue. I would say within a day, it's healed. Okay. If you supply the right nutrients. Right. So like cotton down, then you don't. <laughs> so yourself, when you brush your teeth, you just use the brush. Is that correct? Yeah, and of course I have a I have lots of different toothpastes I'm trying and testing. Right. So it's all fluoride free. Actually, at the moment I had a company send me in just to test a few um, toothpaste, not paste, tooth powders, just right. powders, and they contain actually a lot of um, Ayurvedic um, herbs, which I thought it was nice. If you could find the name of it and um, send it across to me, and let me put it in the notes for people to check out as well. Yeah. 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 yeah, I actually have to find it. I don't know if they even exist. I just got sent to test and right. I liked it. But me personally, I just have, we have just toothpaste without fluoride and everything. And it's, it's just from a, you can actually find them at the most, um, let's say organic supermarkets maybe. They're all, most of the time they're not perfect. I would design them differently because still right. some chemicals in there, but there are more and more companies coming out and bringing better materials because you no, don't need any chemicals because a regular toothpaste doesn't just contain fluoride. They are also white. That means they contain titanium dioxide, which is a strong, um, it's basically a metal or, or ceramic metal that uh, it's a ceramic actually that um, makes everything white, but it's an immune system irritant. So oh. it could be toxic, could be, yeah, making your immune system aggressive. It's the coloring agent number E171. Basically, oh. everything that's white is titanium dioxide. You wouldn't use it. It's not necessary. Then they use, of course, sugar to make it sweet. It's mostly sugar. No way. They use sugar. Yeah, or sugar derivative, like a sugar alcohol, something like maybe they use sucralose or something like this, which you know, it's mm. not that healthy. And maybe also sometimes they use a little bit of a sweetener and that would be like really weird because you know that sugar is not the best thing for your teeth. No, of course Something not. Something sweet actually also is not so good because it will raise some insulin and they use like soap-like substances. There's a lot of chemicals in there that basically don't help your teeth. And even if you, some people are very keen with brushing, they don't brush like me once a day, they brush like seven times a day, way too often disturb their whole pH system, the whole saliva production. And of course, all these chemicals add up. And also they like to use a toothpaste that is um, whitening the teeth. Mm -hmm. That means there's mostly grinding particles in there. And yeah. you shouldn't use any grinding particles. There's this um, activated charcoal toothpaste. I've seen. And I talked about this with Ben Greenfield on his podcast. 
he he was actually looking very much into this so i didn't actually fully do that but he found out that that seems to be okay in terms of abrasiveness and looked it up really deep into the research so he had a lot of good good protocols for um actually he diy'd his own um extra virgin coconut oil polling drops see he's known to diy a lot of things you know? yeah yeah and he just had his little molds where he will heat up the coconut oil a little bit like tiny molds where you can bake something with for example like a little bit of a like a little tiny chocolate drop like a mold where you could fill in chocolate put it in the freezer he had these molds he put in the the, the coconut like a teaspoon he will add in a few of these essential oils, like maybe peppermint, oregano, whatever, puts it in the freezer and has them handy for every morning or every evening whenever he does the oil pulling. So he's really, <laughs> I kept that in my mind because I thought that's a very great idea. Wow, I've got to check out that episode. Um, it's not I- online yet. So we, did the, so we did the podcast, actually when I was in the US, when lockdown began, so in March, and I think he has a runtime until the show comes up for about two to three months. So as far as I remember, it's going to be online at the end of May. Right, right. Around about this time. Okay. I know um, Max Lugavir mentioned one of the natural um, ingredients to brush your teeth with. Teeth with was... um, Coconut. Extra virgin coconut oil. He did mention some other ingredients, but I just (laughs) remembered that. Extra virgin coconut is probably the base I would also use if I would design my own um, toothpaste because I, I think it's just like has so many values to it besides being like tasting good. Yeah. It's antimicrobial, antiviral, which is a good strategy and um, puts in the toxins. And then, yeah, most of the time it tastes also good. You don't need any, any other thing. And of course, I would True. probably add in a few more antiviral, antimicrobial herbs and stuff. Why not? Mm. You you mentioned that even um, sweeteners like natural sweeteners, you're not too too keen on that. Like stevia, uh, natural sweeteners are kind of okay. So basically, stevia is an antimicrobial. Mm-hmm. Um, xylitol, for example, is used in a lot of chewing gum and also toothpaste. So xylitol, you know what xylitol is? Xylitol, yeah, I've got. Yeah, that's the bird sugar. Bird sugar is has less than half the calories of sugar and is non-insulinogenic and bacteria like to eat that and then they die because they cannot tolerate it oh so really it's anti- yeah it's antimicrobial actually so you have to be aware of this because it can lead to of course some kind of problems in the intestines if you overdo it with the sugar alcohols or with the yeah. bird sugar or just try and but there's good ideas to for example if you have chronic sinusitis and stuff you could use natty pots containing um, half and half around about sea salt and the xylitol and just switch it up and it helps clean out chronic infection from the sinus. So xylitol is a good thing. Stevia <laughs> the same. Stevia is also pretty much an antimicrobial. Right. So I'm, I like to use um, natural sweeteners. So all the things we produce is always, it's free of everything chemical, but we use stevia and we use erythritol and xylitol. We I wanted to love, ask. I would love to use the monk fruit, the low, the Lohan, mm-hmm. but it's not allowed in Germany. So it's on a novel food catalog at the moment, so it's not allowed. So we oh have really? I've tried looking for that. Huh? I haven't. I've never bought it before. I tried looking to buy it online, and I've never seen it. Yeah, problem is that it's not. It's a novel food, so it's not allowed. And I don't know if it's in UK, but in Germany, it's not. Right. So 
we have to go with different stuff. So, but stevia, erythritol, xylitol works, depends on the individual. So everybody is a little bit different. Okay. Well, quickly. Um, yeah. So I've got a, a, a teeth serum right here. Yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, uh, Doctor Hisham. I'm going to be doing a podcast with him at some point soon as well. Um, so this is serum on here. On here, it says 100% natural plant bioactives, uh, non-toxic biomaterials. What does it say I on the back? He, I think he stands for this. So I had his. He gave me a few things on the Health Optimization Summit to test. And actually, I don't know if he he also did he have the the toothpaste powders too. Um. No. He had a toothbrushes, which I was going to show you yes, right here, made of bamboo. That's good. I like the bamboo. Yeah, very soft. Very, yeah, very soft. important, actually. Huh? Soft is good. It's, it's interesting because, you know, um, I always used to think that it should be a hard toothbrush. No, no, no. Soft is way better. Just yeah. gently. Just gently. And you know, the stuff we both eat, we don't have to brush our teeth actually because we don't have the fur on our teeth. Like if you drink a Coke, you have like this, I call it a fur because it feels like hair on your teeth within a minute. Yeah. Like lots of sugary carbohydrates that sticks there within seconds. If you don't eat like this, you don't have it. So I don't really have to clean my teeth from food because my food is quite hard anyway. So they're all clean. There is no biofilm on it. I don't, I don't supply starchy stuff. And if, it's mostly also good quality. So I, you know, I eat a lot of, um, of course, the proteins, the healthy fats. And I tried all different mindsets. I would say I'm metabolic flexible, and mm. I use carbohydrates for sure for um, training and recovery because they're very yin and relax your body and replenish. But I use them as needed. So kind yeah. of like medication, mostly after sports. And my favorite is the sweet potato collagen mousse and sweet potato kind of like not sticks on my teeth. So that's it. So I don't eat any sugar. I don't eat any dairy. Dairy is pretty heavy in terms of biofilm production. And mm -hmm. I was super allergic as a kid to dairy. Didn't know. So I had chronic tonsillitis as a kid. So I don't know how many antibiotics I got when I was a kid, but extremely a lot. And they wanted to take out my tonsils when I was 16 years old because of recurrent chronic um, tonsillitis really with pus on top and really pain wow. and I always had this weird feeling and like overproduction like my ears were clogged and my nose was clogged and I couldn't breathe only through my mouth it was only for milk because of an allergic reaction of my immune system so I stopped eating the milk and my tonsils are still in there so that was the first context so I don't do any dairy besides butter and ghee maybe but I'm not even tolerating goat stuff unfortunately Mm. So I have to find alternatives for this. And there are lots of alternatives, no problem. But milk always gave me this feeling of having a milk taste afterwards. Felt like weird taste. My wife has it too. So within mm. seconds, when I only also just the whey protein, I drink it and I initially, it feels like a fur and it feels <laughs> weird. That's my immune system. Just like trying to get rid of it in a second. I'm yeah. having a very good immune system, kind of like a little kid. When I have something, a virus, I get 40 degrees fever and I will be ready within three days. But I feel like shit when I have it. And I yeah. get that every two years maybe just as a roundup, clean out my house thing. But I never have like this 
six weeks of being a little bit of a no drippy nose and stuff, I don't have that. So you probably don't. So cleaning the teeth is really depending on your lifestyle. So the recommendation for a regular patient who doesn't have the lifestyle in check is probably two times a day, but not more often. Right. right. And still, I go with as natural as possible. I think Dr. Hisham is probably a very good style. Is it available in the UK? I think he's from New Zealand or something. Uh, yeah, I think he's a yeah New Zealand. Um, I, I don't know if it's available in the UK. Um, possibly you could probably order it online, but I'll ask him. <laughs> ask him, and I also like his drops. He had this little tiny silver box with the mints in it. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I've got those somewhere. I don't do any chewing gums because I didn't find the right ones yet. But I like these mints actually. But I believe that those are xylitol as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're fine. Um, yeah, but they're very fine because I think he mentioned that it's actually good for your microbiome. Yes, yes, um, it's, a, it's an antimicrobial. No. I wouldn't say it's maybe, I don't, I don't know if it's good for the microbiome, but at least it kills pathogens. So that's good. That's cool. It's always <laughs> cool. If you have a dysbiosis or something like this, that's cool. So what about for people who might want to whiten their teeth? Is there anything that they can use naturally? Is there a, a healthy way to do it? So there's lots of um, DIY stuff on the internet where you could do it with activated charcoal. You could do it with... There's this garlic structure, but you would probably sting like hell. <laughs> and activated charcoal toothpaste seems to work a bit. I would not use the regular whiting toothpaste because they're mostly too abrasive. Mm -hmm. The general rule of thumb is just go to a specialist and let them get bleached. So what we do in our office is two options. You can have a in-office bleaching, which basically you go in, get a professional hygiene, and afterwards they bleach your teeth within an hour or 30. And they as wide as they can get. Yeah. The other version is you get a get a, a made a splint, which you apply a little bit of a, a gel through the night, and you wear this for about ten days, and then you have the nice color you want. In this time, you shouldn't do any like coloring foods or drinks. Got you. And then you have your nice white teeth, and whenever you think you need a little bit of a re-bleaching, you have those splints and can do this again, like let's say after six months. And if you have your, again, your nutrition, your new minerals and all the recovery tools available, it's really no big deal for your teeth and they won't die from this. So actually it's, they get a little bit dried out and a little bit more sensitive, but if you supply magnesium, minerals, vitamin D3, proteins at the same time, you actually don't have any big problems and oil pulling, no, no biggie. Okay. So it's okay. You can do this, but you should, in my opinion, you should do it with a specialist. All right. Cool. Cool. If, if you do the DIY stuff, that's really not problematic. Like really using garlic or maybe coconut oil with some activated charcoal. I think that's fine, but don't do any sort of like over the counter whitening stripes or paste. I'm not sure if that's not even more. Harmful. I've heard of people using like baking soda and yeah, stuff like baking that. Soda, that's a good idea. You could yeah. try it. There are lots of um, recipes online. Right. Right. Um, so if a person has bad breath, what, what is that a sign of? Let's say, you know, a person brushes their teeth, um, but they still have bad breath afterwards. What's, what's going on there? Yeah, if, so there are two options. If you're having perfect teeth like me, it's mostly not from your oral cavity. It's mostly coming from more underneath, mostly from your stomach or your small intestine or your liver. So mm. it's just coming up, it's called liver heat or stomach heat from Chinese medicine. It's more like 
a problem in your digestion. This is if you're having good teeth, but most people who complain about um, a weird smell or really stink, it's because of dysbiosis in your mouth, because of the stuff we already talked about. Having lots of different materials, having plaque, having chronic inflammation, having root canals, having all these sorts of things, metals, root canals, cavitations, and dysbiosis means the wrong bacteria, then it stinks. It's more mm. a sign of chronic inflammation and toxicity then. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to address the full thing then, like the all-in-one. What about, um, what's the correct way to brush your teeth? <laughs> is it is it up and down? Is it is it left and like, right, or is it in circles? I know like, that. Yeah, it's definitely not a hard brush in doing this. <laughs> it leads to erosions, and people really grind off their teeth with this. Mm-hmm. So you really just gently um, do these circle movements, and it's always from the gum down. From the gum down. Like just brush like this. It's basically how I do it. Just gently. Right. That's it. And then you go up, up, out, in, in. You just have to think in outside, occlusal, inside, and the same in the bottom. Then you're done in two minutes. I think I saw a video by um, Dr. Hisham where he was using his toothbrush on a patient and literally it looked as if he was just brushing the gum but lightly touching the teeth and going in a circular motion. Yes, you can actually also brush a little bit underneath the gum. Give a soft brush that goes a bit underneath the gum. So the first two to three millimeters of the gum are open. It's called the, uh, um, what is it in English? In Germany, it's called the, uh, it's called the biological width in English. Mm. And this is the sulcus where the fluid is in there. So an electric toothbrush will do that by, so an electric toothbrush, you literally just touch your tooth and it does everything like this and this yeah. at the same time and goes underneath your gum. So that's fine to do that. But don't like do this. (laughs) Really brush it hard from front to back. That's not a good idea. Yeah, I've been doing that for years, not gonna lie. But it's, you know, I'm I'm starting to do it lightly, circular motion. Probably because I've got my teeth done and I really care about them and I'm doing whatever (laughs) I can to make sure that they last. Of course. Um, One one last question I wanted to ask was uh, about plaque. like, what's the difference between plaque and tartar? And um, yeah, how do, we, how do we make sure we don't get it? I think it's almost the same, but tartar may be a bit of a bigger plaque. Okay. So you will always get a little bit of tartar or plaque, like here in the middle, where your salivary gland comes out. Mm-hmm. Like in between your lower front teeth, there will be a little bit. But it's, again, depending on your saliva. And your saliva is totally connected to the P- it's a pH-dependent system. It's depending on the nutrients you eat. And it's depending on pH differences. And lots of blood sugar fluctuations with lots of sugar eating, lots of insulin and cortisol, again, and does a different pH. And it seems to accumulate more black. Besides, of course, if you're having, like, crown, like, the like stuff that really attaches themselves to like metals in your mouth. So metals attract calculus or tartar even more. Right. Yeah. So ceramic actually have the least black affinity index. So this is really a nice surface like your teeth. But for example, metal fillings or metal crown, uh, the, the, the margin of the crown, when it's not perfectly 
it really attracts calculus or, or plaque or all these things or tartar. Mm -hmm. That's more difficult. So even yet, all any sort of prosthetics done, mostly if it's metal based, you will have more plaque. That's for sure. And you will always have more inflammation. The gum is always bleeding. That's just a sign of chronic inflammation of your tissue and of the immune system. Mm -hmm. So whenever you remove a, a metal crown, replace it with a temporary or with a ceramic crown, within two weeks, the gum is healed. It's just so easy sometimes. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot, Dr. Dome. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Roger, man. <laughs> I think no, we covered a lot, right? Huh? We covered a lot, right? We did. We did. We did. I know we could have spoken a lot more, you know. Of course. Like, especially when it comes to the whole like nutrition side of things. There's so much just on that alone. Of course, we didn't wow. even touch it. Only like tiny bits. I know, man. Amazing. Know. But you can read it. Like I said, you can find it in the book. There's 40 so, pages about nutrition. Oh, yeah, excellent. And um, do, you, do you have a, a separate website for that, for your book? Oh. Or is it um, on your actual website? How can people oh. get it? Actually, you will find the book on every, I, th I think on every um, regular book selling company, but at least you will find it on Amazon. And okay. it's actually amazing if you, I just learned this actually, that if you give a re review for the book, if you like it, it's really good for people to see it more often because I didn't write this book for me personally. Mm -hmm. I wrote it so that this information comes out because I just really want to help as many people as possible to get the knowledge. And I'm the guy who brings in this knowledge and combines it with functional medicine, overall health optimization in order to achieve optimal health for as many people as possible. So everybody who can benefit from this, spread the knowledge, the information, I'm, giving everything for free basically so just uh, you've got so much stuff for free on your page it's unbelievable i'm thinking to myself what more is there in the book like just a single post there's so much written up on there you do all these videos there's so much just free stuff i'm like and you got more to put in a book no that's yeah, that's yeah, superb the book is for the layman so it's really kind of my mom yeah. said she actually know, knows everything she read it in one night she said it's like a thriller I couldn't believe that I didn't know all this because it's so easy written. So it's not a, not a medical textbook and it shouldn't be. It's really um, an interesting like science book for everybody that just mm. brings in the whole concept a little bit. But a lot of the dentists are layman's too, so they love it too. So I get lots of good, like now I get lots of good, um, lots of good um, feedbacks. When it came out in Germany a year ago, uh, it started with a massive shitstorm with all my colleagues here in town. It's mostly the colleagues that have a little bit of a problem. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of compare it to the matrix. If I'm being Neo, having s swallowed the blue pill, <laughs> suddenly all these, you know, the guardians come in, they took the red pill. If I, if I talk about something that's mildly open, like slightly open-minded and maybe a little bit thought out of outside of the box, yeah, it made, uh, I get like a two-month shitstorm in the local newspaper where... No way, seriously? You cannot, you cannot imagine, like really doctors with double title doctors, medical doctors, like, like they really got emotional and really at the end they actually attacked my wife through Instagram, like really. Oh it was my God. Them, not for me, I never answered to anybody. I don't mm. actually care. It feels weird, but I know it's not because of me, it's their problem. So I'm just there to help, that's it. That's and it. I just continue to do this and it seems to work because I'm actually finally able to hang with all the great wolves and really spread the info 
all over the world, which is amazing and really fulfills me to help as many people. So am right. I going to see you at the Help Optimization Summit? Actually, yes. And actually, I'm going to speak as a keynote speaker on stage for Tim about this concept. You oh, can do the last one when we did the meetup. The yes, last yes. Lockdown, I think it was. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man. I, and your talk then was brilliant. Seriously, with all your diagrams and stuff breaking down like just everything we need to know what's going on in the mouth but yeah look forward to seeing you at the health optimization summit man yeah that's going to be legendary i wait for i can't wait for this um, thing i actually also love these conventions um because you meet so many like-minded people and this is what what i was always looking for that's what i say, when i say wolves basically all the other game changers that have information as being specialists in the field of health optimization all in one place so many ideas so that's really i'm not just going there for the information it's more like for the connection and hanging with the other wolves yeah. and changing something big time and i think that's necessary because basically everything we need to know is how to be as healthy as possible immune system will work and no problem with any viruses and stuff <laughs> right you know what i mean right exactly no i totally understand definitely um so your book is on amazon have you got an audio book at all is, is there an audio version not, a, you... not yet an audio book there's just kindle and this it's all in your mouth okay do you do you have a podcast me personally yeah no but it seems like i get a lot of questions if i if people can be on my podcast i don't have anyone any podcast yeah. but because i bring out so many interviews being a podcast guest, they probably think I have one too. Not yet, but maybe I could use all the content and start one because there would be a lot of information for podcasts already. It makes sense, bro. Seriously. Maybe it's a good idea for future. And I have to, have to be like pretty focused, not get distracted by too many shiny toys. Because yeah. like, you know, I have all made already so many different businesses and stuff to do. So You don't have to do it as frequent as some people. You know, you could do it. You know, one a month is not much to ask of yourself, really. No, that could work. Maybe that's a good idea for this. Yeah, exactly. Well, thanks a lot for your time, man. It's so much golden nuggets you've uh, shared today. Uh, what's your website? So the, the clinic website is dnaesthetics.de for DNA, like biologically, and health and aesthetics. And, and Dr. Dom One on Instagram. That's probably where you find the most um, content that you can apply on a daily basis. And there's also the link tree where you will probably find everything. My YouTube channel is pretty good with all the information. It's filled up with all the podcasts and all the speeches I give. And we try to bring it out in English too. It's just awesome. my name, Dr. Dominic Nischwitz. Awesome. Do you will find me just typing in my name. I'll, I'll put it all in the notes anyway. I'll put it Maybe all in the notes. Need, just send me an email what you need and I will send you all the stuff. Yes, will do. Nice one, Dr. Dominic. Must most appreciate it, bro. Thanks, Roger. All right, you take care. You too. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. Any guests which I have on the show really provide some golden nuggets and useful life-changing tips. So always feel free to check out their social media platforms or website links, which will be written in the show notes. These shows are financed by my sponsors, so your contributions are always greatly appreciated. Any clickable links with discount codes will not only provide you with the best services, but will help out the podcast too. So thank you. If you do like the Roger Snipe Show podcasts, then why not give it a review? A five star would be awesome. 
but some great feedback on what you liked about the show or what you would have liked to hear would be helpful too. Until next time.